This reading from the John's Gospel is a little strange. What's all this business about clay and spit and mud? We have seen Jesus cure people who are miles away. Centurion's daughter, the servant. And yet, the description that John gives us sounds in its own way a bit distasteful. After all, we have seen Jesus, as I said, cure people from a great distance. Remember, as I said, the centurion's servant. Jesus does not have to go to the house and restores the servant to health. So what's all this business about spit and mud? Smearing the stuff on the blind man's eyes, even. Frankly, the method strikes one as a bit crude at first glance, a bit amateurish. But we must take care to remember that the fingers mixing the mud are the fingers that belong to God incarnate, Jesus Christ. The mud cake fingers belong to Jesus, the Son of God. So we have a divine action, a creative moment of God on earth. Maybe we can get an insight into this story by searching into the scriptures for other instances of mud and divine action. Our detective work takes us to the very moment of creation, when from the mud, from the clay of the earth, God fashions Adam. Almighty God creates human life from clay. So we look again at today's gospel, standing before the man born blind. Jesus, the Son of God, presses his fingers to his eyes and creates, in this moment, faith. The bottom line of the story is the creation of the eyes of faith. Nothing the blind man sees will ever, ever, ever be the same. His faith glows brightly, even as he struggles to make sense of all that he beholds for the first time, even as he defends Jesus to the Pharisees and sees the worry on the face of his parents. His eyes of faith now see the world bathed in divine light. Like the man born blind, we can struggle at times to make sense of the world. We struggle to see with the eyes of faith. We struggle to see past suffering and sorrow, confusion and pain. We want to see somewhere the presence of God. When the suffering and sickness, even death, crowd into our own front door, they come like a gang of thugs. And we can echo the disciples, where did they come from? Who invited them? What did I do to deserve this? The question haunts you and me oftentimes too. At such moments, we need to look where God sends the light, where we can see the works of God. We do see them in our daily lives. The works of God show forth in the lives dedicated 
to the care and the love of a person in our lives, whether a child, a sister, or a brother who has special needs. The light of God's love shines in the dark world through acts of lifelong devotion. And it rubs the doubt from our eyes at times when we see the works of faith and love, devotion to children, devotion to working for justice for the poor, to respect and care for an aging parent. Pray once again for that daily bread from the Lord. And maybe that daily bread is not food on our table, but just the patience to make it through another day. Devotion and unswerving love, swerving love of a sick person over time. There you see God in the life of doing one's duty to family and community. When the world too often says, forget all that grief, and the world tells you, take care of number one. The eyes of faith rather help us to see the way clear past that, to be agents of God's light and God's love in a world marked at times by great darkness and indifference. Today we gather to rub our eyes a bit in this fourth week of Lent. Like getting the sleep out of them early in the morning, we blink and focus on our faith. Gathering as this community of faith tonight helps each and every one of us to struggle through the darkness that threatens to blind our eyes of faith. We gather to help one another in this community, to help one another to see the Lord in the preaching of the word and the breaking of the bread. Each of our eyes of faith grows strong in the light of grace. We gather to give thanks and praise to the Lord. When it's all said and done, we can take a lot of consolation, a lot of strength. We gather to be filled with hope and love, for we have a God who, for our sake, for our salvation, we have a God in Jesus Christ who gets his hands dirty to save us. 